0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Today, we're going to start started out a new book. Um, it's called Autopilot. Um, It is an audible uh, original. So it's talking about idle time. Um, So th- this is definitely a new concept for me. And what do we mean by idle time? Is we need neuroscientifically, we need idle time for the brain and we need free time for the brain to make it function better. And the main idea is this, right? So this is going to be a series again. So a technology, right, all around us, we are to talk about phone, car, uh, Apple CarPlay, Google Play, uh display, that play, computer, right, tablet. All of our technology took away our leisure time, right? Define leisure time, the time that we're not doing anything for. So we're constantly being wired 24-7. So that is why this book advocates for idle time, right, the time that we don't do anything. I myself, right? Like I, I always either have a podcast going or audiobooks or when I'm reading, when I'm walking a dog, I always like to have something going. And it's really been my, been my goal after reading this book for the last, I don't know, few days, a week or so, to trying to build more idle time into my days. So here is what are we talking about from a neuropsychological standpoint, right? So there is this neuropsychological state in our brain called resting state network, or we call it default state. So back in 2001, this is where we first discovered this. So this region of the brain is interesting because it came alive when we were not active, or when we're not doing anything, then this brain part become active. And then we can actually uh, use our MRI test, right? For the brain test, we can actually see that whenever we are doing something cognitive to it, then this area of the brain will not light up, and then whenever we're doing something cognitively, and then the brain activity will actually go down, right? So this Resting state network includes wondering, includes daydreaming, includes a spacing out, includes just not doing anything, just letting time pass. Right, like we call it chill. Now, this idea of a default network or the resting network is actually not—it's actually not a traditional neuro-neuropsychological uh, ideas. So what we mean by that, if you're talking about the old view of neuroscience, the old view is unless you have something sort of stimulating your brain, then the brain function is, det- is um, detectable, right? So if you're not doing anything with your brain, your brain should not even make any uh, neurological firing. Your, sh- your brain activity should be zero if you're not doing anything. And this turns out to be wrong our brain is actually perpetually and spontaneously active, right? So this is actually just a discovery of our new century, right? In early 2000s. And in Eastern culture, right, we have the, you know, the Buddhist culture, right, the monk, the meditation. And the Western, we have just kind of kind of like constant filling it with ideas, with working, with, Keep us busy, right? We see work as the as the number one thing that we have to do, right? So we have this kind of a con- compare and contrasting side of things, right there. So in reality, what we're trying to do is we're trying to challenge the current moment, right? Because your brain is actually busy. You know, let's say you're in a working day, you're busy. Responding to an email or pings from your phone or instant messaging or text or talking to your boss. So, we needed for this type of behavior. Okay, let's rephrase this whole thing because I think I can uh, explain it in a better way. So, if we are thinking about moment by moment attention, right? If we're uh, approaching brain activity in this way, so what that means is from an evolutionary biologist perspective, we need this type of moment-by-moment moment alert to avoid predators when we were hunters and gatherers, right, with was, was, was ancient human beings. And this type of a brain hardware structure was actually, it actually still exists, and our brain is, responsi- is responsible to email, to ping, to talking to your boss, to texting, as going through social media, instead of we are avoiding lines that could eat us, we are occupying our brain to, you know, instant messages, social media. But the thing is, what's the primary difference is, back then in the ancient times where humans were hunters and gatherers, we don't need it all the time, right? We only need it when we're hunting. And when we're in groups, at least some of the people get to relax and some of the people will be on guard. I, I don't know how we live as Asian humans back then, but I would imagine it's not a constant 24-7. We only need it when we are hunting, when we're needed, when we were uh, avoiding predators. But now we are doing this 24-7, like every single day. So in a sense that we are getting less and less idleness, and in a sense, that creativity suffers because of that. And the more we work, the less of our idleness there is. Right? And the last thing I want to talk about is why idle time is being considered as evil, as something that we should avoid. Right? Because the book actually went all the way back to the Puritan times, right? It was a mid century uh, Western says uh, society where the Puritans believe that hard work is the only way to serve God, right? So the religious powerhouses during the day, right? The the, uh, theologians, the church leader, they all believe that everybody should be should be productive because that's the only way to serve God. And then by serving God, you're going to give us donations and we're going to lead you and then we need you to work. So we make up this whole idea of God and serving God. And then if you're religious and you have to do the hard work, then we have to profit from you. That's kind of like my perspective on this, on, on this whole thing, right? So forced labor is actually encouraged to keeping them on the righteous living, living right? So the idea of lazy, the idea of not liking to do anything, it's actually being condemned by the church back in the mid-century, and we have forced labor, and forced labor is actually legal during that time period. And during the 16th century, you know, we actually had this thing called the sin of laziness, where you are actually are, what's the term? You actually are um, being frowned upon, and it's actually they created like this whole social construct of being lazy and that's a sin, right? And, and so is the Lutherans, all that fun stuff, right? So doing the misinterest, doing the Shakespearean perspective, poverty is caused by laziness, right? It, it has nothing to do with your upbringing. It has nothing to do with your origin. When you're idle, you're being bad. You're being lazy. You're being a bad God follower. We need to condemn you. Right. So this type of um, idleness is being front upon idea is actually came from a long lineage of, you know, uh, philosophical slash theological decisions that were made by generations of people before us, right? So today, I just want to do a quick introduction on idle time, and we're probably going to, have to do one more episode on this. Um, Diving a little bit more deeper about what do we mean by actually having a default network, and what do we mean? How does it really? How does our brain really operate? Within that sense, all right, guys. Uh, we're gonna call it for today. If you like the podcast, give us five star to whatever you listen, and uh, subscribe, share it with your friends, and then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All righty, bye.